You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted genderastic nations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast uh, for. Uh, our first, or at least my first look at uh, Wonder Woman 1984, along with... Universe. Rude. And... Zeke! <laughs> yes. I have a question, though. Is yes. this the first of the year, or before the first? This will be before the first. Before we, the first. Okay. I'm going to be putting this out as soon as I can. Got um, So it coincides with the, with the one that... Uh, Sam and Chris already did. Uh, they will not, unfortunately, be joining us for this. Uh, that, that was the original plan, so that Sam could get could give his impressions after a second viewing. Maybe we'll do something like that again later, but uh, nope, it's just going to be the three of us who have not had a chance to see it. Um, and the peanut guy might join once in a yes, while. Yes, uh, Cat from Shadow Cat Cosplay is also here, but mostly just here to see the movie, not to, so much to comment on it. Um... But yeah, this is the latest uh, DC live-action movie, and which have had, me. which have been somewhat troubled, shall we say? Well, yeah, everyone's troubled except Wonder Woman. She seems to be just above yeah. it all. Yeah, yeah. The, for the first Wonder Woman movie was 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 easily the best of the DC movies. Granted, it didn't really have a high bar to clear. <laughs> I was about to say, you're watching a train fire about to happen, and you're saying which one's the best. Uh, explosion <laughs> yeah. A or Explosion B? Something's going to blow up. We just don't know how, we just don't know what the collateral damage is going to be. Yeah, the, the, the simple fact of the matter is that while everything else was basically swimming down in the mud, it just sailed clearly above everything, just saying, you know what? We're going to make ourselves fun and friendly and colorful and not so goddamn dreary. Right. And they don't ask the question, do you bleed? <laughs> you yes, will. There is no <laughs> do you bleed moments in this. Well, we don't know that. We but, don't know well, that. I'm talking, about the, I'm talking about the first one. This is true. Because, I mean, um, oh my God. But yeah, Wonder Woman 84 had, well, it. It ran into COVID, like so many other movies this year in 2020. As we speak, it is not yet uh, 2021. We don't know when you, you the listener, may be uh, experiencing this. But, yeah, 2020 has been a rough year on on the entertainment industry. Oh, wow. Uh, Wonder Woman got pushed back. Tenet got pushed back. James Bond still has not been released. Because because they are desperately you know pushing it back so they can hope hopefully get all that theater revenue instead of the streaming revenue. Well, now they face a even bigger problem because the largest movie provider in America literally is said to shut down in January because they've lost all of their money, eighty five percent of their revenue, and they can't function anymore. Well, the stupid crowd. Which is me. But, um, yeah. That Which would be AFC. Me? Okay. Yeah. Uh, AFC yeah. is done for. Or, or, or is on death, is in, is in its deathbed. Yeah. They, for, they for, for, its, for its movie uh, movie theaters. I yeah, know. They, they're, they're filing for uh, bankruptcy immediately the first of the year. The and movies, the theaters at boom. least. Because uh, they, they did just create AMC Plus. Uh, well, no. Their own streaming service. Yeah, that, that's... Uh, that's the uh, cable channel, AMC. 
Right. Still part of the same same company, but the movie theaters are on the verge of shutting down. Yeah, so basically what everyone thought was going to happen is happening. Streaming's winning. Mm-hmm. Well, it's and because you know, with streaming, you don't have to worry about exposure to a potentially deadly illness. Plus, and you, you don't have to pay for overpriced snacks. Right. You get your own snacks. You get your own food. You sit down with family and friends, and you just enjoy the movie without having your annoying guy from down the street reciting his own music video during the movie. <laughs> we don't need your help with this. Conspiracy theory. The streaming sites made COVID-19 to kill the theaters. I think you're going a little bit too too far into your red string theories there. Uh, take the tinfoil hat off. Yeah. Uh, I mean, nah. <laughs> I'm, I'm just waiting for him to suddenly start shouting, Wake up, sheeple! <laughs> <laughs> Get woke, son! Oh, what was it? Uh, um, um, in Cyberpunk? <laughs> They're coming from Alpha Centauri. <laughs> the techno-necromancers from Alpha Centauri. Yeah, Road and I have been play- we're, were playing some cyberpunk last night and talked to Gary the Prophet. <laughs> oh, God, Gary knew everything. Gary knows what's going on, man. He knew what was going on. Um, but, yeah, it's... One, so Wonder Woman 84 is just... I don't know what to... Ex- how, how bad this is going to be. I mean, I remember 1984, sadly, and... Oh my god. I was only three years old, so. <laughs> oh my god, I was ten at the time. And it was like I was only two, uh, two and a half, anyway. Too much color, too yes. much color. So, my question, as we're watching this movie, we have to keep in mind, and probably review the fact that it is a streaming service. Yes. If it's going to kill things, or if it's going to make things better, or make our lives a living hell. Well, see, I don't think streaming services by themselves are going to ruin anybody anybody's lives except maybe except maybe movie theater executives but who cares about corp about the corpo rats yeah because um basically the way you look at it right now they're making their money it's just not the giant dollars that they were used to because again nobody wants to risk the exposure to covid right i mean for one ticket just to see the movie, you're looking at anywhere from 12 to $15 just for yourself. Just for yourself. Then you have to pay the extra 12 bucks on top of that just to have something to snack on and drink. Yep. Uh, whereas... For, unless, you're one of, unless you're one of those people that sneaks in a bag of candy in your, in your pocket and... You know, then just refills the water bottle at the water fountain. Not that I've ever done anything like right. that. <laughs> I haven't done this at all. And I mean, so there's like thirty bucks right there before you do anything. Yeah. Or again, brand new movies have been showing up on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You just pay to watch it Amazon, right there. Amazon Prime or uh, uh, HBO Max, HBO like we're about to Max. do. And it's like you know what. It's worth it because you dictate what time you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. You dictate where you're going to watch it. And if you have to go to the bathroom, you can actually you pause can pause. it. pause. It's incredible. I think Zeke has something to say. But you guys got to remember where we started with Disney Plus and their $30 hit. 
this could be a, oh you're talking about Mulan. This could be Disney. one of those. They're, they're like, Disney Plus premium package. It could be good at the beginning, uh, and then they go, oh, we need a little bit little money. Let's start charging a little extra for each of these new movies. Well, well, the, see and now here's. Time, the, Here's I, I do believe the Mulan was to test to see how it worked. And yeah, to, to, to see fail. to see to see <laughs> whether people would pay the extra to to watch it immediately rather than wait a few months for it to right. come out. Right, and December. the basic the and basic basically everybody was, said, "No, nah, I can wait." Wait, and I mean Mulan did not make any money at all. So when it finally came to, to when, when they put screen, yeah, when they put it on the like, put it okay, on the standard you know, Disney Plus package, now. Now, I mean, yeah. Because as it stands now, people have suddenly learned the ability to wait. Now, here's the thing: How much did Disney Disney charge for the premium to to see Mulan when it was dropped? Well, I have the, I have the premium package anyway, so I have all the channels. But they were gonna make you charge. They were gonna charge you something like twenty five bucks to watch it. Um, if yeah. you didn't have the premium package, it was gonna be thirty bucks. I was like, uh, well, number one, you don't even have the dragon, and you don't sing Be a Man. In this, yeah, in this come movie. on. I don't want to watch it. Yeah. But, let's say I did want to watch it. Three months to wait for it to just show up on regular stream. And, then, it, and right. then it is... I can deal with that. And then it is, quote-unquote, free. Granted, you're still paying your subscription you're fee. You're paying your subscription fee. But the subscription fee is something that you can actually handle with anyway, so right. you're not worried about it. And, but that, now, and that was the thing. thing. It was how much they were charging for it right. is they, what I think they They, they had to test the water to see exactly how much. Now, yeah. the, will, will the, people... The, uh, the dollar amount... Will they bend for over movies, for us? <laughs> there, and the, the industry is used to that $30 take. Yeah, you know, two two now, tickets, you know, kind of thing. Because, yeah, and only losers go to the movies by themselves. <laughs> now, now we're looking at people aren't going to even do that mm-hmm. because, well, let's just fix it. Almost half the country is unemployed. Ah, you're not gonna get thirty bucks out of nobody. Yeah, we, we talk about the failure known as Mulan, but you've got the success known as Trolls Two, where they made people pay for that, and that thing went through the roof. Yes, but, but trolls, that's but think trolls about Trolls World twelve bucks. Yeah, about the cost Amazon of Prime. one movie ticket. Yeah, it was just twelve bucks, and it blew up like a absolute because. Well, giant. I think and that was, was because it was one of the first new movies that people could actually do that with. Yeah, it was the first and one. It proved and that it was, it but was it a showed, very good price, mm-hmm, and it showed the studios streaming is an option. Right now. Don't let that option suddenly say, okay, we can get greedy on this because guess what? Again, people can wait. Yeah, people because people have today, actually learned some patience when it comes they, to the movies. They've learned, they've learned wait three months because the theaters can only withstand to keep the movies situated in what's called the dollar phase for three months. And then they have to roll it into the pay model for home viewing, and then it yep. goes into freemium, which is basically it's in the service, whichever one they put. Yeah. So that three months there, and then you have the following so many months, it's usually between three to seven months of you purchase it to um, own it 
Well, the main money is made in that first three months. And that's where they're taking the absolute extreme hit because people are not rushing to see anything. Most of the stuff that's coming out is not what they're really looking forward to for anyway. Because, yeah. I mean, there wasn't really any big name hit that actual people were looking for. Tenet was not actually something people were looking for. It was just a big name production. It was a it was a Christopher Nolan project. Right. Which people are willing to pay money. Generally yeah. people are interested in. Yeah, they'll they'll but they, but the, but they're they, not gonna they're not gonna risk their lives or the lives of their loved ones to go see it. Exactly. And I mean, when you think about it, the the end of the year you literally just had Tenet and Wonder Woman. And honestly, mm-hmm. the wait for Wonder Woman was worth it because you're not going to blow 30 bucks or whatever to try and see it because HBO is one of those companies like, hey, we've been had money. We're patient enough. Yep. Here, 12 bucks. Thank you. You're talking to the wrong group of people when it comes to me because I remember us rushing out to see Bow Angel Leo. <laughs> that we only have on DVD just to see it in theaters yeah, during COVID 19. Zeke is right. Got there, there was nobody there but us. Right. We it was just set everywhere. It, it yeah, still would have been. When they did the re release of Alita Battle Angel, we decided we're tired of being cooped up. Uh, let's go. Let's go see. Let's go see it on the big screen again. And, and we, were, we, were, we were the only people in the theater. It was me, Zeke, Road, uh, Chris, and and Sam. Yeah. yeah. And we were, you know, because we were the only people in the theater. We're just chatting it up and cracking jokes the whole time. And, and we had a great time it doing was it. Great, great time. And I mean, um, I was expecting to see at least maybe one or two other people there. No, it was all us, and it was beautiful. Yeah, it was so, great. COVID did not beat us that time. No, it didn't. That time. That time. Now, Wonder Woman 84. (laughs) My girlfriend tried to go out to see some movie, and I was like, yeah, you're not coming to see me anytime soon, right? You're going to quarantine yourself for two weeks, She said she got there, and there was like, it was packed, and she turned around and went home because she thought she was going to get my luck with Battle Angel Leah Lake. Oh wait, you didn't see the movie? Like no, so you know you're gonna have to watch it with me when it comes out. Like, damn, I didn't want to see this damn thing anyway. But yeah, I mean, it's a toss up. Yep. So, but Wonder Woman, Wonder 1984. Woman. Yeah. Wow. Of all the years that she could back to. <laughs> oh, oh well, God, the eighties. The eighties are in again, right? The eighties. Oh God. <laughs> Again, I was 10 years old at this time. I am going to be sitting here trying not to crack up as hard as I can <laughs> because it's going to flood me with so many bad memories. So much nostalgia, right? Oh, nostalgia. That's what you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> I thought DC ruined from having really long movie titles at this point in time. Well, Wonder Woman nineteen Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four is not nearly as bad as Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice oh. or um, Harley Quinn. or Harley Quinn or no Birds of Prey or the uh, fa- yeah yeah or the fantabulous Emancipation of One it's Wonder Woman eighty four Wonder Woman eighty four 
or you can't get any more. Or you're shorting even shorting it even further. WW eighty four. Yeah, and I mean, and I missed. I, is, see, here's the thing. I missed World War Two, uh, World War Three through eighty three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, WW eighty four. So like, um, the the whole idea Kat, is Cat is over here shaking this her head is, at my terrible the joke. The first Wonder Woman <laughs> is in the past. Well, in the past. The and this one's one not. Is, the second one is a little bit closer. There is. They're already talking about the third Wonder Woman will actually be present time. And I'm sitting like post there Justice saying, League. <laughs> so what are we gonna have? Wonder Woman battles COVID. I don't see how this wins. But still, or or who, or who knows? Who knows? Uh, maybe Wonder Woman three will be her confronting some uh, some evil scientist that releases a that releases the COVID bug. <laughs> I, I I would even be interested if they bring in uh, like Dia, uh, Donna Troy, Donna Troy, a, a Wonder Girl. I mean, hey. Can't do Wonder Girl. Can't do Wonder Girl because she's a Titans. Titans is in its own continuity. Well, remember yeah. they they tie into this thing like how you had. I don't know and I don't care. They played with Rick Y, like in Arrow well, and other well, things like that. They had like well, King Shark was a character, and they had to kill King Shark off in the universe of TV to be able to have him in Suicide Squad. That's what they really had to do because you only have one. Apparently, one company, your TV or movie. Happened. Well, that no longer is a function anymore because uh, basically DC has decided we're not going to keep screwing ourselves over like this. So that car- that model of the industry actually got wiped the second they did um, the final animation for the new Fifty Two, which was uh, the Justice League Dark Apocalypse. Oh, you were talking said, about the animated uh, DVD movies. Yes, but they use that also as the marker for even their live action. So they're now saying, we're going to go ahead and pull it's like you stuff. use who you, use who you use want. use universes, and it doesn't matter if King Shark is killed over here. We can still show you King Shark here with this group because this is a whole different universe. A whole different continuity. Hey, about time they use that multiverse. Right. I mean, again, comic books never have this problem because they can rewrite the script all they want. Right. And the fans eat it up. I mean, let's be honest. The general public doesn't care that Solomon Grundy died five times over here. All they know is that's one big dude about to kick somebody's ass. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, they know that he was born on a Monday, uh, christened <laughs> yeah. on Tuesday, however the heck the... Yeah, I goes. mean, yeah. But still, it's like, the general public is just like, we want action. We want something to keep us entertained. The, the fat boys, we're just like, you know what? We know how the comic books will do. We're ready. And then you have the third group of, we know how the comic books do. God, the movie didn't do it justice! Right. Well, uh, and the, you're the, never going to please those people. Yeah, those people are impossible to please. Because... Very much like the Star Wars fans. There, There's certain... <laughs> to go back to that. Yeah, <laughs> there's just certain things you can't literally move from print to screen because... Number one, it won't make entirely good sense. 
without some major rewriting. Yeah, you gotta add you gotta add more writing into it to make it relevant into that scene. And two, like it's like if to go to Marvel, if they tried to cram all of the Infinity Stones into the first uh, into like into the Infinity War movie. That movie, that would have been six hours by itself, or or it would have been a garbled mess, and we would still be at the point where they're fighting in Wakanda. So yeah. we still like, have to wait for the other six hours, right. of Endgame to finish. That's you know, it's like drip feeding through through your movies, provided that they are successful. And, and they couldn't br- they couldn't bring in everybody like they really wanted to because. The original script actually was for the Netflix heroes yep. to even be in there. And I wanted to see Daredevil. I was ready to see Daredevil get it on. Well, I'm not just Daredevil, but anyway. The multiverse, Spider-Man 3, <laughs> Daredevil <laughs> might be in it. Right, yes. what they've been saying. Yes. It, you know, talking of the Netflix, the Netflix series, if they'd been in the... In the battle in Endgame, I just wanted to see that scene of Jer- Jeremy Bernthal's Punisher marching marching through the fields with the with the gun up and just going shooting it wildly while doing that ah! scream of his. <laughs> no, 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 no. Him, Winter Soldier, just oh, yes. walking along, mowing when, down everything. No, 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 no. You're missing a very oh, mo- oh rocket. Too. Yes, thank you. The three of them just <laughs> marching along, mowing everything down. That was the scene. Okay, I, okay. And I actually have a friend. I, in fact, I've I've been begging for them to make a copy of this picture. They they are very good artists. They literally made that picture because it was a joke <laughs> scene of mine, and I was like, I would kill to see this because right. that was when it was for right, the picture. All right, all right, all right. Back to Wonder Woman. Yes, we have been we've been we've been talking now for over twenty minutes. We should probably go ahead and wrap up this yeah. intro and get to the movie. Yeah, because it's already I, I, it's already late in the evening. As it's already getting late in the evening, and it's it, a two and a half hour movie. Yeah, okay, I, I need to roll over Gal Gadot for yeah. some time. <laughs> so uh, that wraps up this intro. We'll probably be rambling a lot more, but uh, you know we'll be back after the binge. While the binge is happening, thanks for listening to our podcast. Please give us a like and subscribe and spread the word. You can reach us on social media on Facebook or Twitter at BTD underscore BingeCast. The Board to Death Clan is part of the CKCC radio podcast family, including J Bunny's Music Hub, The Race Nerd Podcast, Real Paranormal Talk, Ranking Tracks, Motivational Moves, Girls Who Like, and The Nerd Table. Please consider supporting CKCC radio on Patreon. And now, the binge is done, so let's get to the discussion. And we're back. We have a special guest! Can someone yes. else join? Chris just walked downstairs as we were finishing the movie. I've already seen the movie, yes. and I've already talked about it. I figured I'd join in. Yeah. <laughs> um, truth be told, I haven't actually listened to your, you guys' version of the, of the podcast for, for this movie yet. Uh, just because I didn't want to accidentally spoil myself. <laughs> And well, Kat just gave us the middle finger for some unknown reason. I think that's a sign saying goodnight. That was her saying goodnight and I love you to you, yes. I guess. No, that's just I love you. That's so much love. <laughs> um, so, well, Sam, he said that he didn't hate it. Uh, yeah. He didn't like the opening where it showed the uh, Themyscira in Olympics. Yeah, that was a bit... 
it sort of went on a little bit too long and I mean, didn't I, really feel like it had to added anything to the plot except like, establish she's always been good. No, no, no. Like, I, I understand the reason why. is because of what, what happened at the end where she was about to win and then, uh, like, her aunt or whatever... Antiope, and, and and yeah. ...stopped her and prevented her from winning. And when she said, why'd you do that? She said, because we know you cheated. And so it was the whole, like, you know, cheating doesn't mean you win type of thing. Yeah. So it was just that little lesson yeah. that she had learned when she was it's a like, kid. like, because that's sort of like, that's sort of like a lie. Yeah. Oh, she's all about truth. <laughs> yes, exactly. You gotta love the foreshadowing. Come on, the foreshadowing needs to be put there for some reason. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, but the Themyscira in Olympics did feel like... It went like, a little bit too long. Like he, he he felt that it should have been more towards like the middle, like something happens in the film and that causes her to remember that. Yeah, it's just like when you stick it right at the beginning like that, it's way too much of a remember this. It's gonna be important. This is the main lesson of the movie. Essentially, yeah. Um, but other than that, the movie itself was actually pretty good. Yeah, wasn't wasn't terrible. No, sure wasn't, was, I wouldn't it, say it was great. What it did but it was, was good. flashbacks like. Hell, for me. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh you my were, god! Because you were actually old enough in in 1984 to remember some. I of this remember stuff. all this, especially crap. since it was set in like Northern Virginia and DC, which is our which is our neck of the woods. No, I pointed that out in the in our uh, recording for it was I said you know we're from the DC essentially the DC metro area, and I said that a lot like I know that they filmed a lot of this film in. D.C., Arlington, I think Alexandria also. Yeah, and I think at, I, I think right right up the road at Udvarahazi as well. Yeah, because yeah. they used in a I think they used an abandoned mall in I want to say it was Arlington for the mall scenes. Yeah, because that well because the mall where they where that was supposed to be no longer exists. Exactly. <laughs> I love the fact that like when he's sitting there like. Those lights shouldn't be on the metro. Yeah, the interior, the interior of the metro right doesn't look here, like that. Not here, there's no lights there on the, on the ground. In the in, hey. the in the eighties, the the space between the escalators on the metro didn't have those little pegs on no, it. Because no. kids, yes, we really did slide down those fuckers. Yep, and that's why the pegs are there now. Yep, to keep us from doing that stupid shit. Can't stop you from running down it though. Yeah. Uh, well, if you can keep I've up with seen gravity. some people trying to run it down and trip, fall, fall, fall. Wow, doesn't go well. Yeah, but, yeah. But, I've only seen one person survive the run down, and but yeah, that but, was when, as soon as, as soon as it hit the age of the, the the time period of the eighties. You know, poor road was just like, <laughs> oh my god, the flashbacks. Just as no, soon as he got laid as laid his no, eyes. No, on. no, I, that was me when I went to go, when I went to go see Captain Marvel. Like all the stuff, that <laughs> all the nineties stuff, exactly. Like, Blockbuster, movies, Radio Shack. Yeah, the Game Boy, like the original oh, Game Boy that was in there. It, it, it was like me. But for him, it was with the 80s. For me, it was the 90s. Yeah, same. I mean, yeah, it, it's something to see your childhood just thrown in your face. And it's like, dear God, we really did Because when this fans. movie took place, I was like two and a half. I don't remember any I of was it. born in 85. I was born literally at like the halfway mark of the 80s. <laughs> Here's the best thing about it. You get the fact how old your friends are by watching a movie. Yeah, Shut I up. 10 years old. Get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> Before Christmas, so I was born eight months before this, so we're good. We're good. Um, but uh, I mean, like, I enjoyed it. I didn't like it. Uh, 
I said that uh, I felt about this movie the same way that I felt about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, where I liked it. Uh, it was a good sequel, but it was not as good as the first one. Yeah. wasn't a terrible sequel, but it's just it just wasn't quite it, good like, enough. It, it was like, just good. See, here's what I think. It was do. good. That's we, should, we should say what our favorite movie is so that way people know where we're coming from. Like, yeah, this is good, but it's not like my favorite. It's, it's good to watch. I don't so know like, about I'm that. Say, I'm not saying. Because I can't pick what my favorite is. For example, like me, I'm people going to hate me. I love Venom. Because that's my character. You, the, yeah, you, Venom is your guy. So, comparing this to like a movie that I like with Venom, it was good watch. Good worth one time through. I. Would like to go back through and see what the alternate ending is. Like, I feel like there was one because like, everybody talks about it now. I, I only read up on, uh, that there is an alternate ending for today. <clears throat> uh, but I didn't read what the alternate ending was. I mean, and I would like to see the deleted scenes. It wouldn't be something I'll go straight out to go, Oh my god, I'm buying DVDs right now. Mm. Yeah. But definitely worth a watch. It's nice. Yeah. Um, I'd watch it again. I mean, it's, it's worth another watch. We have to watch I it really, only. I it... really wish that they had more of a whoa, fight. With... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Careful when you're making wishes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. that is the ultimate. That is I one of the... I renounce my wish. <laughs> okay, so, I need, so I need to ask you a question. So I'm I'm sure you're more familiar with the Maxwell Lord character yeah. than... Well, hold on, hold on. We're going to Actually, say this now. Spoiler yes. appeal. Going forward from this point, spoiler warning. If you have not seen the movie, stop this tape or video. If you have not seen this movie and you, want, and you don't want to be spoiled, stop. So, uh, I know that in the comics he doesn't do the whole wishing thing, but he has some sort of power. But what what is it? Yeah, like? his powers were actually taken from, were given to him by the trickster god. And okay. he can no, actually, not, no. he takes your memories and uses them against you. And here he's using your wishes against you. So he'll grant your wish, but he's going to take something valuable from you. And it's yeah, always... I, I feel like because uh, I'm not huge on DC uh, on DC Comics, but I am. I do remember seeing him in uh, in the in the comics. Wasn't he like a telepath or something? Yes, he was. He was a telepath. It's why he was able to get into your mind, mm-hmm. find he, out what you most you most value and love, and, and use I remember it there was you. a con- very, there was a controversial moment. I think it was before the not new fifty two, but the <coughs> fifty two serial. You know, like the, the there was one new comic every week. Yeah, or, he was in one of those. Well, I think it was before that actually. He uh, basically had used his powers on Superman and had control over him, and Wonder Woman got hold of him and was basically like, you know, undo it. And he said, no, I'm never going to let him go. And then and she, she snaps, and she snaps his, neck. his neck. And that's like what triggered, uh, I think it was Omak to, or no, Brother Eye. It was Brother Eye to basically target Themyscira. Because, you know, Wonder Woman's dangerous. and Amazon. Amazons are dangerous. Yes. Both so we must, they must be destroyed. They must be stopped. But uh, the one thing I will say is they got Cheetah down pat. Mm. That was a good. She didn't, and she didn't look too much like a reject from the Cats movie. That's what I was afraid of. They probably, like, I'm fairly sure somebody from Warner Brothers looked at Cats and just said, "No, no, we 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 need to avoid this." (laughs) So what they did is, hold my bill, I can make this bill. 
And fortunately, they got six more months to, to work with, thanks to COVID. Yes. So they're like, wait, 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 wait a minute. This this still has a little bit of too much cat to me. I'm getting, I'm getting too, I'm getting too much jellical out wait, of this. What I was glad about was the fact that it they made her essentially practical because I couldn't tell that it was if any of her was CGI except for when she was like leaping around. Yeah, I'm talking like in terms of like her the costume world. felt more practical. Yes, than like, I, like I could see that she had. You know, makeup on and maybe contact lenses and like the fake teeth things in, and you know, obviously her hair done to make her look more like. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, she looked like uh, what's her face from uh, Thundercats. Yeah, she did look like Chitara. Uh, yes, <laughs> appropriate. I mean, she looked very much like Chitara. Hey, Thundercats. Wait, 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 when was when Cute. was when was Thundercats <laughs> released? It was an '80s cartoon. Yes, it, yes, yeah. it was. Was it like? Yes, the, it in, was. Or, was it around? In yes, this? it was. Maybe that's what, you know, Max Lord, when he uh, basically but turned her into the that. The thing is that, like, I'm not, uh, uh, like what I pointed out in the previous video also was that I'm not too familiar with, like, pre-New 52 Cheetah. I yeah. know that after New 52 uh, Cheetah uh, essentially made a sacrifice with a, like, a magical dagger, and that's how she got the Cheetah powers. Right. Now, uh, this one, in this one, yes, this actually follows the... Actual seventies cheetah. So this is the seventies cheetah. This is the seventies cheetah, which is mostly what everyone would view as the canon one, as, where the, she's as full, the definitive che- right, where cheetah. she's the fully cheetah, um, and not the woman in a cheetah suit. God, I hate that stupid Super Friends cartoon. <laughs> that ruined so much shit. Wonder Twin powers activate. Form of an eagle. Form of a bucket of water. That's what you turn into every time. And drown that eagle in the bucket of water and throw it down the toilet. Oh my god, worst characters oh ever. Oh god, that thing destroyed so much of my life. Oh but god, yeah, yes. back to back to back, back to Wonder Woman eighty four. Now, I'm 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 very, very I I like how they incorporated Maxwell Lord's yes. powers in this movie. I got they I got real like I got real well. like eighties Trump vibes off. Right, I <laughs> mean, what, you did you didn't get the God of Lies giving him the powers directly, but he did get his powers from, from the God, of, God lies. of Lies because he got one of his dream stones, and I mean that was a very dynamite wish to do. I want to be the dream stone. Boom. All the powers are now in me. It makes a virtual sense. And, then as, and as it powers. goes on, he, as he learns how they work, he starts getting real tricky. He gets real tricksy with, with right. the wishes. He, he, he learns how to get over on the backlash of it. Yeah, and he, and, learns, and he learns he can basically dial in on what he takes in return for, uh, for the wishes. Yeah, and I mean, that, that was pretty smooth and savvy on their part. Mm-hmm. I give him credit for that. Still, I wanted more Cheetah versus Wonder Woman. Well, welcome to my life, and I want more Batman versus Superman. <laughs> Look, that movie does not exist in my mind. No, he means like fights between Batman and Superman. Not necessarily. Not necessarily yeah. that movie. Yeah, yeah, that that would be good. I don't know. I like the fight between Batman and Superman, where Superman's trying to reason with Bruce. And Bruce is and like, Bruce is just like no. Screw you! You're a threat, and he proceeds to essentially beat the shit out of Superman, which is always good until the kryptonite gas wears off, and you see him, and you see his like metal gloves breaking, and then he's like, 
Hold uh, up, big fella. Hold up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but then when he hits him again, and then like he literally hit him with the kit with a bathroom sink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Batman versus Superman, in my honest opinion, was better than Civil War. That's just my opinion. Like, mm. welcome to the train fire that I'm always on. <laughs> That's right. Zeke is more fan of the DC movies. Than, no, I, than, I like them both. Than, than some of that, than the, some of the Marvel. But you have movies. to be mind. I, I like watching the train fire burn, where you have some people like Marvel. They they got the formula and the good of the formula. DC's like, I'm going to throw the spitball in the wall and see if it's stuck. Nope. I do actually. Admi- I do actually respect them for that. That and they're like not that. going for a formula. They're like. Let's see if this works. And yeah, let's, yeah. Just, let's just put yeah, this out. The, the Marvel because movies are formulaic, like, but that I, doesn't mean honestly, that they're bad. No, they're not bad. Yeah, they're just it. very predictable. DC movies, other than the, the spare uh, wins that they have, DC live-action movies are highly hit and miss. Mm. But a, their animated death the movies animated stuff. are knocked out the park. That's what I was about to say. Because there are some bad ones. What? But there's a there's a Let, um, Zeke is trying to say no, something. No, 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 he's on the same same as I am. Now, see, the thing is, the way it was done, the the groundwork for DC animated was laid by Dwayne McDuffie. Before he died, he had a actual listing of how the animated movie should be done, how each one should have their story incorporated. And if you look at the directors who followed his his uh, work, the way he wanted it done, every single one of those movies nailed it out the park. Young mm-hmm. Justice, the series, was actually McDuffie's last creation before he died, but he never got it actually out into the books. The people who took over said Young Justice went their own route, but when they came to the animated series, they said, we're going to do McDuffie some justice. We'll take his story awards there. (laughs) And, damn it, it was like the greatest series that they put out that everyone was not able to see because, god damn you fucking Cartoon Network. Mm. But, it it got three seasons, and now it's going to a fourth season, and they're still following it, and Again, they're just saying we can't change anything from his pattern because it works. Yeah. The new 52 movies. Oh, those were so hit and miss. But the Justice League Dark movies, those two movies by themselves, (laughs) along with Flashpoint, they uh, just literally were like in their own world. And that world was damn near perfect. Yeah, I saw, what was it, Dark Apocalypse? Mm-hmm. Apocalypse, yes. <laughs> Basically, we're, we're, John Constantine yeah, at his most John Constantine. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember. They, they, they took, they actually took the Hellblazer Constantine. Yeah. Who is definitely not supposed to be in any kind of animation unless it's straight for adults. Because... 
Yeah, yeah. Constantine. I've, I've, re- I've read the older comics. So Constantine I know what it's like. is like the, whoa. The scene with Constantine and Captain Boomerang. Oh God, that was funny because we had Oh no, Limey. See, no, Limey. no, no, the part, no, the part that had me laugh. Well, all of us laughing was, Limey. When, was when Wanker. was when he goes. He goes. Oh, oh God. Oh God. My, my, my ex is here. Ex. And they're like Harley. He goes, No, no. Like, I'm not that crazy. And then, and then, he's, and he's then you see King Shark just wink at him and like. Well, this makes sense, actually. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, for Constantine, yeah, it actually makes sense. Yeah. Now, hold that thought. Zeke, you were you had something you wanted to say before no, Rogue got pretty much what he was saying is true, because the... I really wish they would take the anime writers and go, okay, here's live action. Give that a shot now. Yeah. We want a movie. Go you have, make something. You have some proven quality writers. Have them use... The, now that, you know... You have them work on your live action stuff. Well, don't, don't see, trigger me with Flashpoint. Please don't trigger me with Flashpoint. See, here's, here's is that the, one of the here's hit or miss the ones? That it is. There's certain things you can get away with in a animated series that just doesn't. Do, it just doesn't. Just doesn't it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to get in live. Do right in live. Very action. hard. Um, like, you either have to CG the hell out of it, or it's, well, like, it's, it's completely like with, It's like with the upcoming uh, Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I know King Shark is in it. And the way they make King Shark look, he reminds me of the Harley Quinn cartoon version. The only thing that they need to do, <laughs> just because of the way he looks, I don't know what his personality is going to be like. He could be the big vicious killer that we all know him as from the uh, CW Shows, or he's gonna be the kid, the big cuddly, don't get him near blood version from Harley Quinn. Well, I mean, here's my thing, it's like Bruce in, uh, in Finding Nemo. But, uh, I mean, you see, the, you see the trailer for the Suicide Squad games. Yeah. I want yeah. actually that King Shark and get Samoa Joe, get Samoa Joe to play him like he's playing actually, in the movie. That's in the game. actually the King Shark that I I know I remember is because he he is. Very eloquent, but at the same time, when he gets started, it's blood everywhere, and he just and in in the comic books, he always had that little chuckle after he killed somebody. <laughs> and again, that was one of the things when they did the trailer, and he there the, the extended trailer now where it's actually showing them killing stuff, and he does the smack to one of the uh, minions, and he's just he just stops and says. <laughs> I'm like, yes, that's King Shark. That's the guy I've been waiting for. Now, let's bring it back to Wonder Woman because <laughs> we got off on a tangent. Yeah, we just start so, talking. Well, well, this all all over. right, so I need to ask you guys this: How did you, uh, how did you feel about like the overall fight scenes in, like the White House one, the one in the mall where she shows? I up. asked this question when we watched the movie. I said, "What is with us and watching hall scene fights?" Every time we turn around, we got a hall scene fight. A hallway scene. Look, look. Yes. A hallway Every, scene. Yeah. Everyone wants to be Daredevil. Yes. Daredevil, I'm sorry. Daredevil took it to a level that many will never, ever be able to Often achieve. imitated, but never duplicated. Well, no. they, they, well, they, well, I remember when seeing Now, Wonder Woman's hallway scene. Not bad. It wasn't bad. Wasn't well, great. It doesn't. It doesn't help that her strength was like yeah, sleeping. Her, her yeah. strength was sleeping. But I mean, come on now, Daredevil. I'm sorry, we're gonna go there. Daredevil. He knows he's outnumbered. He still goes in, and through the fight, you just see 
everybody's getting tired of being hit on. And yet, they're still going. Okay, it's, we're fighting. It's, it's, we go into the next room. We're it's still like fighting. That, he throws a fucking TV that it's like the, it's like the fight. It's like the fight scene in Atomic Blonde. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You haven't seen Atomic Blonde, have you, Zeke? Oh, wow. We're going to have to sit you down and watch it just yeah. so we can get to that fight scene. Because that fight scene, on top of, you know, everyone's just getting beat to hell and they're all getting exhausted and struggling to even stand after a while. But the Atomic Blonde fight scene, scene like the Daredevil, uh, at least Daredevil Season 1, is shot like one, like it's one, one, take, one, one shot. Take, one continuous shot. Nice. Yeah, it is very, very well done. And they literally said by the time they finished shooting that scene, everyone just laid on the ground and said, we're done for the day. Yeah, we're done for the day. <laughs> now, from, from what I understand, it was midday, and they were supposed to do at least a few more hours of shooting. They said, uh-uh, we're not getting up. Just throw water on us until we're finally able to get to our trailer. We are done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the, the the you know Wonder Woman. Yeah, the fight scene. The fight scenes actually, I didn't think were that bad. But yeah, the hallway, the hallway scene. Like the hallway scene was <laughs> like the, the longest. Scene, yeah. There's always fight a hallway scene. scene. Yeah, but I mean, I wanted more between like her her best fucking villain. I mean, Wonder more Woman Cheetah. Cheetah. That is we it. We got we got the fight in the that's we got the fight in the white was, we got the fight in the White House and the fight on the island. Yeah. Well, that's well it. I mean, I wanted to see her really going at it with full cheetah, and it was like okay, um, but it ended so fast. I was expecting. I mean, at least cheetah lived because and one of the things that I got sick and tired of with oh. a lot of comic book movies, and yes, Venom does fall under this. Oh yeah. I, I can't. I, I could. I just can't stand when they do this. Always kill the villain. Always kill the villain. Like Batman, Batman Returns, uh, what, the first two Spider-Man films? Um, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, Doctor Doc, yeah. Yeah, where it's like... It's like uh, they, redeem, they redeem and all of a sudden I have to give my life... No, 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 not, not... Not Green Goblin. Not Green, Green Goblin. No, 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 I'm talking about Doc Ock. Yeah, about Doc Ock, yeah. But, um... Yeah, no, you're not gonna have a redemption for Cheetah. No, I mean she still has she still has her strength and everything, but she never renounced her she wish. She never renounced her wishes. Oh, you know what? I completely skipped that. Like I didn't even think about that. Remember, she got two wishes, so she got her original wish, which is still fueling her, and eventually, more than a wish. Yeah, it was, but um, yeah, it was. It was it was what Max Lord gave her when every, when the world was making yeah. their wishes. He was like, I'm, I get, I take your strength and give it to her, uh, or I take your prowess, give it to her, sort of, yeah. sort of thing. Right, but um, which transformed her into a cheetah be, person for some reason. The, she wanted to be the apex predator, and that's how she ended up changing into cheetah. Now, eventually, she does turn back into cheetah, and it's permanent. But that will be later. That's one but of three. What so, they literally did in this in this story is exactly how Cheetah originally came about. And I was actually kind of surprised that they managed to do that and get back to a lord in there at the same time to do it. Yeah. So I, I, it I, worked I, out pretty good. How'd y'all feel about Kristen Wiig 
playing Cheetah because at first, because before that, like I know she was on Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. at one point. I know, and yes, she was in the 2016 Ghostbusters movie where I think she was playing like the uh, not the Holtzman, e- huh? She played Holtzman, didn't she? No, Holtzman was the it was the blonde. Holtzman was the uh, who was one of the other cast members of SNL. She uh, okay, yeah, she, she played, was like she... The, she was the Egon of the group, but without like the knowledge of like ghosts and shit. She, she was, was the tech one. Holtzman. Oh, the techie girl. Yes, that okay. was Holtzman. Yeah, that was the techie girl. Not that wasn't Kristen Wiig. I can't remember. Okay. I can't remember the chick's name. The te- the techie girl in the all female Ghostbusters was the character's name was Holtzman. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. but I can't remember Kristen Wiig's character. It's been who, a while who, since who was the, like, uh, the one who originally got like slimed in the? Yes, and she okay. was like that's okay. okay. I can't remember the character's name either she was because like, oh, I, blacked, I blanked out most of that. But movie. But, yeah, but anyway, but anyways, how did you guys feel? Because I remember when she was announced for the role of Cheetah, I'm like. Really? Huh? Yeah, I, I think like, she huh? did. A, I think she did a fantastic job. She did a job. knockout job. I mean, because she went from she had a lot again, of that Kristen Wiig sort of vibe she, she, before yeah. she made the wish, and then she started taking on like an apex predator. Well, she like, yeah, she started developing developing she, more. As, I I really like the way she managed to do her transformation. Yeah, it did work rather well. And so, and and furthermore, they did it in such a way that you could see that she was enjoying. What she was doing. What she was doing, you know, up, you know, and that fed into her refusing to renounce her wish, you yeah. know, and and and, and ending up uh, opposing Diana because See, of it. The, was it just me or was I the only one through that whole movie getting a whole Catwoman vibe off the beginning? Of That's life? how. Okay, so when Sam and I were watching the film, <laughs> he said that like, okay, so this is pre-wish, right? This is before yes. she made her wish. It reminded her. I'm sorry. It reminded him of um, of Halle Berry's Catwoman. Before she became Catwoman, because where she was wearing like you know like the baggy looking skirts, you know the uh, yeah. the the there was you know the shirts that okay. she was wearing, her with the glass, you know like everything about it just reminded him of Halle Berry's Catwoman. Problem was that I've only seen that movie once, and it took me a month to finish it because I fell asleep halfway through. Yeah, <laughs> it, it really, it really held you. It held you right there, didn't it? Wong Catwoman remind me of Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. I think is what he was saying. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, 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 I mean, because the way the way she acted, the way she walked. Yeah. Again. Well, here's the thing. They will never actually use the true Catwoman origin story because, again, they don't want it to be known that Catwoman started out not as a cat burglar. She was a street prostitute. Well, it's like them ever using. So they don't. They don't ever want to actually let that out. So most of the time, you will never. You never actually see Catwoman's origin. And when they do, they try and breeze through it so so quick. Or they just ignore. Or that Or they part. change it completely, but, like but, in Gotham. But but, but which yeah. one would you? Which one is better in terms of her origin? Booker for, for for Catwoman. I um, say the Cat Burglar. I like the Cat Burglar better. A lot of people like a lot of people say the cat burglar, but the thing about it is, the prostitute turning into Catwoman actually feeds the character a lot better than the I was just a straight um, cat burglar. Because I'm sorry. Because they... the reason she got into into stealing from being a prostitute, she basically clawed the pimp's face. And he had the lead. Uh, I'm sorry, but this is starting to sound way too much like Lena Headey's character in Dread. 
Mama. Yes, it started like I'm, as he said. <laughs> so, so, I didn't think of that. Mama was actually modeled from Catwoman, the original Catwoman. Nice, nice. And and, and the and the writers even in the um, Judge Red books like yeah, we liked her character, so we used it for Mama. Mama is a direct Copy. from there. So what happened is she she was always protecting her ward, who was also uh, a child prostitute. He punched the pimp punched her, and she just went, pow, scratched his face completely, took out his eye, and he disappeared for a while. So they're not making the money because they can't be out in the streets. So she goes to starting burglary, and she uses her black skin tight suit because it helped her get through like tight areas, and and it was flexible. It was flexible. And it did not have the ears at the time, but it was the gray with the black. And eventually she got around to actually adding cat ears to it because of all the cats that were around. And she just like, yeah, why not? It works. Yeah. yeah. I was, she was simply a cat burglar. So, she was not Catwoman until many years later. No, you back in now. Yes, back uh, to Wonder Woman. Because <laughs> yeah. um, we keep getting on off on tangents. Uh, but, um, yeah, like I said, like Kristen Wiig, when she was announced, I was like, that's weird. Uh, but then, but then, you know, her, you know, after her I saw the movie. performance was very good. After yeah. I saw the movie, I was, was like. The, that was actually the best performance in there to me, was Kristen Wiig. I, I, I kind of yeah. agree. I, I mean, Cheetah was, Cheetah was it. Um, now, uh, speaking of, um. You know performances and everything. Um, how do we feel about the surprise cameo at the end? Oh, Linda yeah. Carter! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like we said, we're we're watching it. We're like, okay, who is this? Is this is this Cheetah? See, is this Cheetah having dyed her hair? I was like, wait. And it was like right before the thing started to fall, I saw the flash of like a brace. I'm like, no, that that must be Diana. Uh, and then yet. suddenly she turns around. And I'm like, oh my god! We're all like, oh. But, but the funny thing is that throughout the film. They were referencing the '70s Linda Carter Wonder Woman TV show, like whenever mm-hmm. she takes her tiara and throws it. Yeah, that's what she did. Yeah, that's what she would do in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now, uh, I like how they introduced the Invisible Jet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was so much yes. we were laughing our asses off. <laughs> I would say this: it's nice to be on the reverse side of this because usually you guys see me geek out over something like this. <laughs> you guys geeking out made it worth it. I, I'm. I wasn't so much geeking out as just very, very amused by the fact that they actually put it in the freaking movie. I, I, and they I, made it make sense. I, I kind of <laughs> had a feeling that they were going to do it because of the trailers where, you know, like where they're flying through the fireworks. There's a thing called radar. Yeah. yeah. All the, uh, well, flying I, through the fireworks. Because I don't, I don't remember, re- recall seeing the plane actually go invisible in the trailers. I just recall seeing them in the cockpit and that was it. Like them flying through the fireworks. Yeah. But you never saw the outside of the plane. So I was just like, Wow, this is how they're going to introduce the invisible jet. Uh, <laughs> you were right. Yeah, you were right. right. It, they introduced the invisible jet, and it worked. Uh, Zeke had a bit of a problem with the fact that they were able to find it again after no, no. after Kyra. I, that, no, was, that was, that was Shadowcat. Okay. okay. I think I know how they I'm like, uh, what they do? Have an alarm on it? Yeah, they did. <laughs> whoop, whoop. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> All right, let's feel around. No, we, 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 we parked it in. We parked it in this field, and we parked it in one of the. No, roads. no, no, let's, no, let's no, 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 no. It's like in Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home when they got it. I don't remember, remember where we parked. <laughs> and then you see the freaking marine biologist like literally bump into it, the the bird of prey in the park. She's sitting there feeling around, going, 
Admiral Kirk! Admiral Kirk! It was like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I felt a bit weird about the whole, about not Steve. No. Yeah, okay, so you know what that reminded me of? And I had to point this out to Sam. I was like, hold on, did they just pull an X-Men 3 on us? Which is, it is, that is kind of what happened. And I, and I was like, is this why, you know, she's going to feel like she has to renounce her wish because she realizes that, you know, she's stolen, an, she that Steve has essentially stolen another man's life? Well, I mean, she she really wasn't going to give up so yeah. on Steve, not Steve. And I was wondering at the end if he was going to introduce himself and it was going to be some other character from the Wonder Woman no. comics. They never did. And I found, and I looked him up, looked the character up on IMDb, he's just listed as Handsome Man. Yeah, just, just some dude. Just some dude. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I'm like, wow, they really did take that thing from X Men Three because I don't know if you if you have not seen the end credit scene for that film. Yeah, uh, I so, know the scene you're like talking in the, about. Yeah, like in the film, they're t- uh, they're talking you know about Zeke. Okay, you know where they were talking about oh, you can take someone's mind, plant them into another body, and then Professor X took takes his mind and I apparently travels all the way to Muir Island tr- and ports himself into the one guy's body, and then somehow over time turned back into Patrick Stewart. I thought that that was legit what they were going to do, but apparently whenever he looked in a mirror, he saw the guy. He didn't see himself. No, no. Only Diana saw Steve, Steve. Trevor. Yeah. No everyone one else saw everyone Steve. Else saw everyone else saw, saw Handsome Man. Handsome Guy. That was literally just a, just a vehicle for... Uh, Steve to pilot. For... Yeah, <laughs> sure. Well, <he's laughs> That's actually that is actually a better way to look at it. Um, Good job, Steve. Good job. Good job. Um, but yeah, like and at the end of the movie, uh, the, and, and at the end of the movie, Minecraft Steve got his uh, body back. But, so, hey. you, but like the things that I was guessing on how they were going to bring Steve back, I'm like, he's either a clone or time travel was involved. And the only person, the only other character that I know of who can use time travel besides the Flash is Booster Gold. Thank you for bringing this up, because I have a question. Explain this to me, well, like knowledge. What? When did Wonder Woman get as fast as a fucking Flash? Um, that, that, that falls to one of, like, because she's supposed to have, like, the powers of, like, the Greek gods, essentially. She has some of the powers. Yeah. Now, she was she's nowhere only, near she's as fast. She was not nowhere near as fast as Flash, but she is fast. She jumped out of a moving car and maintained, got up to 60 miles an hour, be faster than the car could. Well, right. That's her max speed, though. Yes, but let's also remember that car was traveling at its max speed, and it wasn't exactly a supercar. It was was a clunker. But, I mean, again, her top top running speed is upwards 60, 70 miles per hour. That's it. Cheetah, on the other hand, can actually outdistance her running on all fours. But, yeah, we didn't get to see Cheetah at full speed. We'll probably get to see her again in Wonder Woman 3. Yeah, but I was saying, Wonder Woman 3, all your wishes will come true. Now make our other wish come true and make a special feature for this where yes. it is old-time filmy look. Yes, that was something we were the joking. Gra- the 1980s grainy look. Yes, because yes. while we were watching the credits, I noticed it was, had like the VHS sort of vibe with like the tracking stuff and, and everything. As they, whenever they switched screens to show the, yeah. the things, and we were like, "That needs to be a special feature on the Blu-ray." It's just the movie in 1980s quality. Now, see, I, I have to present this movie to my mother, who is like, <laughs> she's a Wonder Woman fan. Yes. So I'm like, you know, I, I can already see that we're when, when I sit down with her 
my girlfriend and her son, and we watched this. And we're like, hey, mom, you know what? You, you need to get up and uh, track the end of this movie. There's too much static in here. I want to do that to her just one time just to see the look on her face. She gives you this look like, boy, I, I, you know, no, no, I may no, be old, but I will still kick your ass. No, no, if, no, what you should do is go on over and smack the TV. <laughs> there you go. Goddamn Wade, get out! Why do you gotta mess up at the end of this? Okay, so for those of you born after the year 2000, back in the day we had these things called box TVs where they were not as fragile as your flat screen TV. Where you the, literally could punch these TVs and they would hurt you. You could have one land on your head and you would die. Yes. <laughs> it was called a cathode if ray you tried, If you tried to move it by yourself, you no longer have a back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and... Um, and like, periodically, you would have to give it a thump to get the quality to, to fix itself. We had a... Percussive maintenance works. We had works. a floor model TV. Oh, and by floor model, it means in order to move this TV, everyone in the house had to be on that TV... Edge it up just a little bit, and then you do the little tippy toe to move it a few <laughs> inches. The TV, um, the TV literally weighed almost as much as a car. And he's not kidding. It, TVs it, back then did weigh a fuck ton. Like, that yeah, is like, an actual that is an actual unit of measurement. So <laughs> you had you had the television, the cathodes, and everything. But you also had the giant speakers that were built. Into I know the, the one you're talking about. I know it, the one yeah, that you're talking about. You needed you needed twelve stout model. men to move the TV. So uh, you know, well, actually, when we TV when it was moved, <laughs> it took <laughs> eight people to move it. Yeah. It I took believe, eight I, people to move that. I believe thing. it. That's and when we lifting weights. And when we got when we when we you didn't need to lift weights. You just got to move the TV a couple inches. We got to do Carrollton. It was put in the basement and. My grandmother made um, breakfast and lunch for the movers because uh, from the truck into the one down one flight of stairs into the basement, it took them about seven hours because it was, again, that God's had- greatest creation to mankind. And getting, it down, to getting it down those stairs TV. was amazing. <laughs> um, needless to say, when... We moved away from New Carrollton. The TV stayed. Yeah, it it was a gift to the new owners of God the house. God bless flat screens. Um, no, no, now there's a flat screen he, sitting on top of that TV. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I went by by the house. I saw the owners, and I was like, I was with my best friend who lived next door to us, and we were like, yeah, we used to live here and everything, and the the, the old the old ladies like, well, yeah, okay. And then she's like, oh, well, I do remember, well, actually, I remember both of you kids. Oh, yeah, come on, come on in. She was like, and she showed us around, and again, the place looked great, and I was like, wait a minute, is that, and she's like, yes, if you're going to ask me if that giant monster TV, it's right downstairs, still in the same condition, um, basically what she's going to do is, when she uh, finally passes away, it's going to be donated to um, the museum because <laughs> it is actually An a antique. legit antique. antique. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is one of the first floor model TVs. So uh, it's it sort of depresses me that technology from from essentially my my youth when I was yeah only like two years old or whatever is now considered an antique. 
sir. Yes, sir. I, I understand, Road. That, that 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 affects you. As I, well. I I actually had a I had a moment <laughs> yeah. with uh, my roommates oh, um, we, in our neighborhood, right in front of the Seven Eleven. Believe it or not, there is still a payphone station sitting there. That's how you get And literally, I actually I actually had. Uh, one of my roommates, he's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, this is how you made phone calls. Quick, give me a call. You more. had to have quarters. <laughs> as if, as as if it still costs only 25 cents. Before you could dial. You know and he mean? was looking at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? No. This is what we used before the before the iPhone was invented. Would you, would you show him that, show him that uh, scene from Terminator 2? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, I need a quarter and he just punched it. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't break the mechanism. In there but the yeah, mechanism. I mean, anyway. and, and the thing about it is, yeah. it's the whole thing. It's God. still sitting there. And you see the line running up into the phone lines over there. And he was just like, so they had, what, like one of these? What? No, no. There was one of these every, every block. At least one. At least one. Sometimes two. So. And when you needed to make a call, you would go over there and you would use your change. You know the you know the dimes and quarters. They had purpose back then. You actually <laughs> had to use them to make phone calls. And he's just like, How did y'all function? Yeah, he couldn't understand how we we. Got it's like watching those videos where they where they set like a rotary I, dial phone. And again, down in front of but, in front of kids and, and have them be like you have to dial this number. I actually had to do this to you, <laughs> you my ten sisters. Uh, we when we were going through my uh, grandfather and grandmother's stuff, we found the old rotary phone, uh, yeah. and I was like, "Yeah, hey guys, watch this." Went over to the phone and was like, "This is how I used to make phone calls," and they were like, "Y'all fucking people are." Oh. Weird. <laughs> no, I got. I got to tell this. Gotta, the, this Wonder Woman eighty four uh, podcast suddenly turned into God. We're feeling old and eighties <laughs> reminiscing. No, no, the, movie, <laughs> no, the movie made us feel old by looking at all the f- all the stuff in there, and it was just like, oh my god. My yeah. Man, if you just, want the just, big hair, the big oh. hair, the sh- the pa- the power shoulders, and the, don't forget the punks that were in the subway. The punks in the subway. <laughs> The Simon and Garfunkel album in the in the Mayan dudes garage. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like wow. The fanny packs, fanny pack. Well, the fanny pack was the, first. The, the the goddamn paratrooper pants. The paratrooper Why? Why? The paratrooper. Well, that whole sequence was just eighty. Hey, remember this eighties fashion? Oh God! That <laughs> no, no. It was an excuse. To, it was an excuse to put Chris Pine in a bunch of eighties fashion. Do you remember? Uh, no, what was it at the end of the film where she sees? You know, handsome, handsome man, guy, and she, he's wearing one of the outfits. Yeah, and she's and she like, goes, "I like that outfit." He's like, "Oh, really? Thank you." <laughs> so my, my friends, friends don't, my friends laugh at me about it, but I kind of like it. Yeah. Um, I still want to say, you want to feel old? Just go back and look at the gas prices in old movies like Robocop and. Oh no, no! Well, I was no, watching no. Die Hard the other oh, night. Oh god! No, no. Here's the thing. The sad part about it is, I actually lived through some of this stupidity, and yes. I remember my mom telling me, get in the car, here's a blanket, cover yourself over, and we sat in a line from 2.30 p.m. till we got back home at 3, 
3.45 a.m. just to get gas. This was when they were having the oil crisis. Oil crisis. That one tank of gas costed us a whopping four dollars and ninety-two cents, if I remember it correctly. Well, to fill up the tank is forty dollars. Yeah, yeah, four four dollars to get you maybe a gallon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I mean we filled we filled a the gas tank of a V eight uh engine. And, you know, those things were gas guzzlers. Oh, yeah. Just starting them up and moving down the street. You lost half your gas tank. But I remember that, and it was just like, wow. And now that I, I have my own vehicle, and I'm sitting there like, I just want to pay five bucks to get all my gas. Fill her up. <laughs> and I don't want them to look at me like, who the fuck are you talking about, man? Where's the rest of the money? <laughs> Five bucks will get you fumes. Yep. I remember when 20 bucks used to get you a full tank of gas and dinner at the gas station. Yeah. Um, when they had like a Roy Rogers in the gas station. Exactly. You remember the Roy Rogers restaurant? I remember. I remember. I, remember no, 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 I also remember I we had people actually who would pump the gas for you. That's at Jersey. Clean your window. That's yeah, they still do it in Jersey. because Oregon Jersey. too, I think. But I mean... Um, Oregon, not so much. It's only in one city. Oh, okay. That's what it was. But, um, yeah, I mean, but this was every gas station. They believed in... Full service. Full service. They, while they're pumping your gas, because, believe it or not, back then the gas pumps did not run fast. They were not, um, automated. It was more of a rev it up and it pulls it up. So, you put that in, and by the time it's, it's finally pulling plug it into tank. They've already che- checked your oil. I feel like you're looking at me on purpose for some reason for stuff. I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to single you out. It's just one of those things. That's he like, was old too. <laughs> he doesn't remember. He doesn't remember. <laughs> 1984, I was two years old. I don't remember any shit from that, from that year. I was still swimming in my dad. <laughs> Let's see, by that time at 10 years old, let's see, uh, <laughs> how many things had I, oh god, yeah. I had gotten into way too much stuff at that point in time. So, really uh, quick, what scene, for each of you, what scene had y'all geeking out the most? Doesn't matter what it is. Mm. Whether it was the overall, like the scene itself, or a character. Ooh, I got I got Alright, Zeke, first. At the very beginning, we're doing the mall fight. The uh-huh. mall fight? Okay, back then, criminals had decency. Don't hang the child over the ledge. Even the bad guy's like, no, whoa, dude, whoa, 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 what are you doing? That's too much, man. That's too much. Don't hang kids over the ledge. Funny thing, he's not lying. He that is, actually is That true. is actually true. They Standards have declined. Criminals back in the day were nice guys. Honestly. I mean, even the guy who was sticking up the store. Was like, we know that there's stuff in the back. Don't lie to us. Don't hit the alarm. Well, there was... A lot of these stores didn't have alarms back then. We need a time machine. (laughs) (laughs) Believe it or not, here's the funny thing. You guys don't realize. It wasn't until things started getting bad, i.e. the 90s and it kept just deteriorating. That's when alarms started showing up in stores and you started having actual mall... There were no mall cops. 
So there, there, there was no ball calls back in the eighties at all. Yep. So yeah, that 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 was one thing I was like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Paul, Paul Bart. In. Paul Bart didn't have a job. He didn't have then. a job back then. But um, no, the, the whole ball scene. I was like, yeah. I remember all of this. And, the, and, and yes, and but what you you're you're making jokes about why are they running up the escalator? That was the thing back in the day. People still Everyone loved running up the escalator. No, I love Chris Pine's character because when he, when when he, he gets introduced, introduced to it. No, 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 you know what it reminded me of though? When he was like on the escalator and he started walking up and was just sort of like, ooh, what's this thing? You know, he didn't know what to do. It reminded me of the first Crocodile Dundee movie when he first came to America. Yes. And he gets on the escalator, and he it's like watching somebody put their foot into a pool going, is it cold? Am I going to get wet? You know, just go. Yeah. And, uh... I did like the fish out of water uh, yeah, like, scenes. Yeah, like, that, that was something that Sam, I failed to point out, was that the first film, the first Wonder Woman film was a fish out of water, where the fish out of the water was Wonder Woman. This time around, it's this time yeah, around it's they, all the they way around. the script on it. Yeah. Yes. But uh, the the one thing about the escalator is, and it was also it was a well known fact that we kids would always use it. You could always run up the es- the down escalator easier than run up the the escalator. Then run going down up. the up escalator. You mean running? If the down escalator, you can actually run up it better and faster than you would going taking the escalator that actually goes up. Because oh, when okay. you're going up I get, it, I get what you're and saying. you're trying to go fast, you always fall. It, 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 we, we yeah, don't you know. Get, you, we if, don't you try, know if you try to run up the up escalator and you get to the top, you, no, no. there's that. You, you fall either right at the beginning or midway. You always will fall mm. going up that escalator. The but if you're going, yeah, 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 it, yeah, it throws your it throws your equilibrium. So that's why when they took the escalators yeah. going we, down, we were all like, I was like, when we, yeah, and when you we know. Were, and you know. <laughs> and, when, and when we realized that it was in Virginia, because we'd forgotten that they'd filmed it. I, I knew the mall that they were, the, well, that but, actual but we, mall actually we had, existed. Yeah, and I was South, just like, South oh, Fields. wow, that's cool. But it was before that happened, we'd sort of forgotten that it was supposed to be set in D.C. <laughs> because, uh, until one of the criminals gets thrown through a giant drum and says, Virginia is for lovers. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, oh, that's, we we're like, where, where in Virginia is this? We're, and I was like, it's either going to be Richmond or Northern Virginia. So where is it? And then when they got chucked out on dropped on top of the Fairfax County cop <laughs> police cars outside, and I was like, Fairfax County? Hey, where where is this? Where, I think we know and then, where we're and then we saw Southfields, and Road was like, Oh yeah, I remember that now. No, like the thing is that because like, you know, when I was growing up in the area, uh, you know, my grandma she lives in Arlington, and so you know, like I used to go to you know. Arlington a lot like where they have like the streets are look look like that stone road yeah look. yeah old town yeah I, I looked at that and I was like I know where they're at there was like the Georgetown as scene as soon, also. As, as soon as they showed that and when they showed Georgetown I'm like yeah I know exactly where it is that's right on yeah. Connecticut and uh 16th boom Right there. Yep, there's a George House. Line. We're good. Yeah. And, and when they showed the uh, the inside of the metro, yeah, we're, I mean, Sam and I, I were just like, "Gee, I wonder where they're at right now." And then he goes, 
That's the green. That's where now. That's where the wife and I go to uh, when we go to DC. <laughs> and he was just like, he was like, I like how they showed the shitty trains instead of the nice ones that they have now. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they made sure they got the old crap train. Yep. And I, I, um, said, I said that I was like, so the difference between our crappy trains and New York's crappy trains is ours aren't covered in spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and we were we were like. Uh, when she was shown around at like the museum and everything, and then took him to the Air and Space Museum, I'm like, I was like, oh my god, seriously! I was, and then I, I, I seriously, and then, and then they I go to Udvarhazi, you know, no, which is even no. I seriously, at one point in time, because I know it's there, I swear, I thought they were gonna walk past the Enterprise. Because they have the original studio model. Why didn't they paid for that? Oh my god! That would have been classic. Because because Chris Pine plays Captain. What? At the time, it was not there in '84. It doesn't I, matter. Just it throw it in nice. there. It would have been nice to have thrown it. They in were there. already up. Th- Sorry, Zeke. I wanted to see the Hulkamania shit. Yes, <laughs> that's no, what. The, the, the scene in the, the scene in the gym when when Barbara's realizing that she's strong. There's a guy One there guy with, in a Miami yellow Vice shirt with a red with a he red had design. Miami, he had the Miami Vice shirt. There was a Miami Vice shirt. Yeah. Although they it took, looked like the Hulkamania shirt. Yeah, but they yes. took they took Vice off of it probably because they couldn't get the rights. Right. But it, it said Miami. Miami yeah. And I, he was I, like, I "Is that a is that a Hulkamania shirt?" I have I had one of those Miami Vice shirts too, and I was like, "Yeah, that's Miami Vice." We had to break open the phones. But I was like, "Yeah." Hulkamania. Yeah, Hulkamania. And I was like, when was when did Hulkamania start? And I actually looked it up. It started in like 83, 84. So yeah. Hulkamania was running wild. And it it's like, why not go for it? Probably because WWE wouldn't play ball. No, they never will with uh, oh, uh, yeah. or, or Vince, you know. Vince is a Marvel guy. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. The incredible Hulk Hogan. That well. <laughs> I mean, Bone Saw. Bone Saw is, is ready. Macho Man, we love you. Yeah, they just they just couldn't get they couldn't get away with calling him Crusher. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Well, it's because <laughs> the characters because the character's name is Crusher Hogan. Yeah, and, and at the time, Macho didn't like Hulk Hogan very much. Yeah, they should have still they, just called him Crusher though. Just let yeah, they could have got they could have got. But come on, Bone Saw was just Bone Saw was way classic. way more memorable. Yeah, Bone Saw <laughs> was classic though. So. Especially and seeing again, some of the fans with like the cardboard saw props and they're like, "Boom saw!" And the simple fact that that move, that just that scene made uh, Randy Macho Man so happy because he finally got to be in a Marvel movie, and at the same time he got to meet Stan Lee. He's like, "I'm done. I got to. I, I got can to die see, happy, man. Now. I, I, I got to see. I got. I, I got to meet. See. I got to meet the man himself. That that was part of his payment. He did. He made." Like the minimum wage for uh, actors, even though he could have gotten much more, but what he wanted was, was to, meet. to meet Stan Lee. <laughs> That's and cool. they were like, "Well, you know what? Here's fifty thousand dollars for your work, but uh, you gotta get your checks signed by this guy." And Stan Lee comes from around the corner, and literally they said, "Randy Macho Man." Our Macho Man was jumping up and down like a little kid. Like, yes! 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 <laughs> that is so great. That is so great. He was just like, yes! I was waiting for um, So we, we, what, what, Did you say what your geek out moment was? I don't know that I, I can really point to any particular one that really sort of ma- made me geek out a lot. I mean, like I said, I did... Laugh my laugh my ass off at the Invisible Jet because I was like, oh my god, they actually did it and they made did it in a way that sort of made sense, even if it felt a little bit like an ass pull. 
Uh, yeah, but like, you know, it it was it was still it was still great. I I would I would point to that because flying through the fireworks that yeah. was a cool scene. I'm not and, gonna lie. And when she pointed out it was like the Fourth of July, I was like, oh, that's right. This movie was supposed to be it released back be, in June. Yeah, come <laughs> out during the summer. His favorite scene is when she found her coffee cup. Because <laughs> she made the comment, it's like when she the last the time, first she, tried time to she tried to turn something invisible, it was, it was a, coffee a coffee cup, cup and she never could find and it. She, and she said, I lost it. <laughs> Uh, for me, actually, the, the scene that made me geek out was when she flew in with her suit and looks up, and there's Barbara as Sheeta, finally fully figured, and uh, oh, she didn't see, suck. You see, the part that kind of got me, though, is the fact that they didn't show her transforming into full Sheeta, like the hair and everything, you know, the eye. There was no, like, transformation scene, it was just... You Boom! Just, you, just, you just see her start to feel sick and walk away, and that was it. And I mean, it, it would have been great to that see was, her actually. That was her being. That was her being called to the makeup trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think another geek out moment would probably be Linda Carter. Oh, that was the solid geek out moment. See, I, I told because I was, I was, again, yeah, I as a kid sat there and watched Wonder Woman. That was probably. One of the few times my mom got me quiet, and we would both we'll sit, sit there and watch. Yeah. No, no, she didn't even have to tell me to sit down and watch. It was like, literally, you hear the music cue up, and it was just like, within 10 seconds, I'm sitting there on the floor, and my mom will just look down and like, here, I pop some popcorn on the stove, here you go. And she sits down, and from that point on, at night, it was Wonder Woman. Battlestar, no, no, Wonder Woman, A-Team, Battlestar Galactica, um, <laughs> Chris is over there going, wow. <laughs> um, one, one hour of, uh, news, and then, bed. I'm supposed to be in bed, but, yeah, good luck with that. Uh, and then Doctor Who comes on, and Tom as Baker. soon as Doctor Who's music would come on, I took off like a bullet to my room. Because, for some odd reason, the music always creeped me the fuck out. For Doctor Who? Yeah, for Doctor Who. <laughs> and, and this is, this was, because I remember you told me that Tom Baker was your doctor, and you said the intro freaked you out. Yeah, the, the intro and the music freaked me out, so I couldn't, I couldn't sit there and watch it. I had to go to my room. Yeah. So. <laughs> because we, Weird Man is coming on, and he's coming to eat your soul. But, yeah, so taking it back to Wonder Woman, because we're coming up, we're at like a oh, mi- an hour and 20 minutes. I have one question, because... Yes. You asked Oz, what was your geek out moment, Wellick? Uh. God. Well, it wasn't. Well, I mean, you would think that it was the that it was Linda Carter, but I knew she was going to be in one of in a Wonder Woman film at some point in time, and the fact they didn't get her for the first film was a shame. But yeah. it made sense given the character they decided to use use her for because she just I I would have I would have killed to have her as Wonder Woman's mother. That's who, that's who, no, that's really why that's why I wanted her to be in the in to be Hippolyta. Yeah. Yes. Uh, damn, I'm trying. I'm trying to think of what my geek. Probably at the beginning of the film, uh, when it showed her doing all the heroic crap in, uh, like, you know, leading up to the mall fight scene. Saving, saving the jogger, saving, yeah, saving because, the bride. Because like, like a, a little bit of it reminded me of the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man film where he become like goes full Spider-Man. And you see him do like all like the little flashes of him 
you yeah, know what I'm saying? Do, People doing, do, doing a little savey job. Yeah. So I was just like... Being the friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Well, the friendly neighborhood Wonder Woman at this point. Yeah. Uh, Friend to all children, especially little girls. And, uh... Wink. Uh, I that wasn't really, here. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess I could say... It, was, it wasn't me making me going, yay! Or whatever, like a little kid or something. But, you know, I was just like... Are they paying homage to Sam Raimi's Spider-Man with this? Because that's what it reminded me of was, you know, that and also with uh, Daredevil. Because I mm. think they did the same thing and was showing him, like, after he became after he got blind. And one of the people that he saved from crashing the street was Stan Lee. Yeah, sticking his cane up to stop him walking in front of the bus. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, I I know it's a shame. I know, I know the guy's not alive, but it's a shame that uh, they couldn't find some way to... Uh, Throw in a reference to the creator of Wonder Woman because I know Wonder Woman was created during World War Two. Yeah. Um. But I kind of wish that they found some way to like, Pay I don't know, just like a newspaper or something with the guy's photo on it or something. Or throw his name on something. Somewhere. Yeah. Or something. Or because uh, Wonder Woman will, his wife helped create yeah. her, create helped in the creation process also. But you know, like maybe like a. Uh, you know, married today kind of thing, like what they do in the newspaper. Yeah. Show the picture, the, you know, like the the two of them when they got married. Sure. Uh, uh, but I didn't really have a geek out moment with this one. Because mm. uh, probably because I was like, I guess I could say examining the movie just a little too much. Yeah. But like it was when they showed places that I recognized. Yeah. I was like. Yeah, we were doing a bunch of that. Yeah, I was just sort of like Fairfax County. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. so it's that's like, with Farhazi. So that's right I, up the road. So, you know, I, I, yeah, I remember Fairfax County. Well, I mean, but it's just like getting confirmation that it is in our neck of the woods. Exactly. Like, because when I read that they were filming the movie in like Arlington, Alexander, DC, whatever, and when I read. Arlington, Virginia, I was like, whoa, 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 hold on. So you mean to tell me that I could have been driving out to visit my grandma and I probably would have seen Gal Gadot running around dressed as Wonder Woman? How did I miss this? Because she was also visiting kids in the in like Nova hospitals dressed up as Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, yeah. because that's what they off what that's the superhero act. Yeah, but it was do. while they were filming. A lot of times when those things happen, like, you know, Chris Pratt visiting kids or whatever, and yeah. they all have the costumes, usually after they get done filming the movie, That's fair. Chris Pratt stole his costume. Yeah. Because just so he could go visit sick kids. I the other actors, other than Ryan Reynolds, I can't speak for. They probably were just like, Hey, can we go visit some kids with these outfits on? Because I still remember seeing Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland as Mysterio and Spider Man visiting kids in the <laughs> hospital. My favorite one has to be uh, uh, Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow yeah. going through the uh, yeah. The man's insane. I don't care what I don't care if anybody you know says oh he's a abuser blah blah blah. No, he goes to visit kids in the hospitals. He brings his Jack Sparrow costume with him everywhere. Yep. Yeah. Um. So props to Gaga Doe for taking the time out of her oh, day yeah, for visiting kids dressed up as Wonder Woman. Like she probably was just like I'm gonna go in here. Which hospital? Because um, yes, the photos do exist. I, I've seen the photos. Yeah. I was like, those kids were absolutely ecstatic. Oh yes, yeah. um, especially the girls, because you know Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, believe it or not, there is a couple of rare fil- uh, photos of both Gal Gadot in her, in her Wonder Woman outfit from the first movie, and um, Chadwick Boseman showing up at. Um, one hospital as in Chicago, Chicago as uh, as Black Panther 
They both show up at the same time, and the oh kids my God. just lost it. <laughs> the parents lost that's, it. That's the doctors that. lost it. Oh, I, I mean, it was one of those now, things. I'm, of, one of those things now, I'm wondering if did Gal Gadot Gal, do, do, the, 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 do the Wakanda the, actually, salute? Actually, yeah, they were forever. They were scared forever. Yeah, they were both doing that, and all the kids went, But the thing about it was, it was just one of those rare things. She was in town, and she was... Gonna go visit a hospital for uh, kids, and of course, Black Panther was solid strong at that time. And he's in again. Chadwick Boseman just said, "I I I want to keep this costume." The, the people are like, "Whatever you want, Your Highness, please." <laughs> and again, yeah. At the time, no one knew the man was actually dying of his own sickness at the time yeah. as well. And he's going to the hospital for these kids who are suffering from the from same the thing same he thing. has. And he's, like, bringing them joy and helping them give them strength to fight. If, and you know what? That's probably even more inspirational for them. It's just sort of like, you can actually still function in society with something like this. There is hope for you. You know, kind you, of Yeah, it's, can, it's you, sad that he died, but it's like, he was able to do he, some physically demanding roles. He, I mean, you, you gotta remember... And they said he was sick before he even showed up for the first time in Civil War. Yeah, because he was already knew, sick. Nobody knew that he, you know, was sick. So before. he went through Civil War, Black Panther, Black Panther, Infinity War, Infinity War, and, and Endgame. And the entire time he was, he they said, truth be told, Endgame, if he already knew it was over. And he, he, it was over and done with. And he still kept it quiet. And, again, he he, he made a point. He, he showed up in as T'Challa, Ryan Reynolds as uh, Deadpool, and... Um, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. It was one of those rare things where DC and Marvel literally kept their mouth shut and were just like, you know, this just, is nice You know what, the kids are happy. This is for the kids. This is for the kids. We and are if, not and it's one of those things where if the two if the two companies had started making noise about it, I'd have been that like, was, hey, yeah, stop it. Everyone no, would have no, been no, like, no. you know what, you guys shut up. They're good. No, the only companies, I don't think it would have been DC and Marvel, it probably would have been Warner Brothers and Disney. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, at uh, that point, you know. Which, you know. Is they exactly want, what, they what want, DC and Marvel are. Yeah, they they want they want <laughs> Warner Brothers and Disney. That is DC and Marvel. Yeah. I know. <laughs> okay. Now that they, they wanted they wanted to keep the uh, the press for themselves good, so of course they're not going to say anything. But again, yeah. when you just look at the, the look on the kids' face, all their heroes are right there in their face, and that's the only thing they see. You know, and making children, making sure that the children are happy is. Ultimately, what ended up redeeming Max Lord, yeah, at the end. Because you know, you know that was, was something that confused me throughout the film. Was his son adopted? Because they never show the mom. Max, Maxwell Lord is. I know mixed. in the I well, I know in the comics he has a daughter, not a son. Yeah, and the, his daughter is blood, like his own daughter. Yeah. Uh, but then I had to look this up after I saw the film. Was that it turns out his son actually is adopted because I was like I know what a mixed kid would look like. This kid is full Asian. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know, just because he's adopted doesn't mean that he's not his son. No, I I realize that, but the entire time I'm like, you cannot ever say that Pedro Pascal, the 
these characters do not love their adopted children. Yes, he loves Green all or Asian. He loves, he loves all his children. No matter what. Do not get like. in the way of Pedro Pascal and the and and, the, and the welfare of a of a child. Small ear or big ear. Or, of, of, or the welfare of his family. So uh, and so, he will go out of his way to protect that child. So no you know, it doesn't what. matter if if it's if it's Alistair Lord or uh, Baby Yoda or his sister in Game of Thrones. Zeke doesn't know what doesn't really know what we're talking about. I haven't I haven't gotten. I have, and I know. I see, I haven't watched all of the series, but I know what hap- I know what happens to his character because I've read the books. <laughs> again, again, it's just one of those things. Of, yes, he loves children. He will fight to the end for all the children. Yes, <laughs> but yeah. So we've been going for an hour and a half. We should well, wrap this okay, up. Okay, so I do really have quick. One so question. you go first, or should I go first? No, you go first. So we entered this conversation about streaming, yes, price things, stuff like this. If you had to pick a price, and no free is not an answer, if you had to pick a price to rent this movie on a streaming network, HBO, Disney, whatever product of If they were going to do like a premium thing like Disney Plus did. Like with me, I think eight bucks would be a great... Eight to to ten bucks. Yeah. Not the, the, what was it, thirty dollars that Disney Plus was trying to do? That was just greed. That was just greed. That was one shot. That was just greed. How much would, how much would, if you... but for me, it'd be between eight and twelve dollars max. Period. About the price of a of a movie ticket. Right. That's it. Yeah. That's that's literally it. I agree. And again, at twelve now a at a twelve bucks, I can see that being perfectly legit, and you get to sit in the comfort of your own home, relax. You with, you control can pause, over the stream. You, you can pause, pause it, it, rewind it, rewind it for stuff that you miss. Um, if something happens and you can't finish it, you just pause it, leave it as is. Come back until, the next day until you've you've got thirty days to finish that movie. And I'm like, that is worth twelve bucks. That's how long it took for me to finish Catwoman. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep ribbing that movie. I'm not That's sure fair. how you managed to finish. <laughs> I was just in tears from the pain. Of the first ten minutes. So, but yeah, I would say it's a, it was a good movie. You know, yeah, ten, twelve bucks. Not, not, as, not as good as the, fir- bucks, as the yeah. previous. Not as good. Not as good as the first one. But it's a good place. It's a good follow. It's a good placeholder to go into a third movie. Yes. Okay, so that was that was what my question was going to be. So when they start doing Wonder Woman three, what do you want to see? See, I'm not well, as familiar with the Wonder Woman comics to well, know the, who I would pick as the villain for the next one. Well, they've already she said... She obviously going to be They've that. already been in the past. They moved up to 84. The new one's going to be present. present Time. And Present Time, I mean, uh, who Post could it be? Justice League, yeah. The only other person I can see, and again, this would be some heavy CG... The only other villain of hers who truly stands up would be Giganta. Oh, yeah. I was thinking that. Giganta, yeah. That's and, fair. I mean, you had, of course, Ares. You had Cheetah. You had Max Lord. Max Lord. Max yeah. Lord. Or Max Lord. Max Lord is one of the lower, lower tier of villains, but still. But, it honestly, it's Ares, Cheetah. You gotta have Giganta. 
He probably means I don't know anybody yeah. from Wonder Woman, but if I had to pick Giganta a, was in If I had to pick like a villain, though, I want to see her like, like Vandal Savage. Not like, uh, Van- Vandal, Sa- Vandal Savage. Because it would be like, hey, we know where our family scale is at, and we are coming over to annihilate it. Put it in present time. Especially if you have him be immortal also. Yes. Like he, maybe he was one of the, one of the people that, uh, chased, you know, tried to enslave the, the Amazons and drove them to Themyscira. I can definitely and you see can, that. you can attach him to this movie by giving him his power by one of the gods again. Yeah. Or he is one of the gods incarnate. Well, I mean, it depends on how they want to, how they want to bring Vandal Savage in. But well, no matter they, they, what, they basically Vandal s- Savage has to be A, immortal. Yes. B, and they, he and, has well, had and, to have lived a long time because that's where all of his knowledge and tactics come from. Okay. Is from living as long as he has. Um, well, he was a caveman. Yeah, he was an original caveman. Then Things went all happen. the way through. But, um, Unfrozen caveman the, lawyer. The thing about it is, <laughs> something like Vandal Savage, you need, you would actually need the league on him because, yeah, he pull, he he's more. Enough if you've seen Ju- if you've seen Justice League Doom, you know what he's talking about. Uh, which I haven't. So you need to see that. That's a <laughs> great film. It's a great animated film. Uh, if, but, if, yeah. Uh, you work tomorrow. Yes. Damn. Uh, yeah. As we're as we're filming this, this is a Sunday evening. <laughs> the evening sun- it's like a le- almost midnight. Yep. And we need to wrap this up. So. Uh, so yeah, we 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 liked the movie. It was it was a decent follow up. It's you know, sad. but we we do think that uh, there is room for a third I, movie. I don't I don't think it deserved to have its Rotten Tomato score like reversed because it had a genuine fresh like what the first film did, and then they took it away. I don't think it deserved. that. I don't think it deserved that either. Um, but well, you no know, all opinions on that. I mean, for God's sakes, I think Rotten Tomato scores are stupid because Venom. Well, that's but you are I, biased where oh, Venom is concerned. <laughs> I, I think it's mostly. Fan score, fans that go on Rotten Tomatoes. I think that's how it is. I don't really. I think it's and, critics and then there's fans. It's but like if there's fun. one thing we know, the internet cannot be trusted with that sort of power. Yes. We got this yeah. covered.com. We're looking at you. Because <laughs> you only write twenty percent of the time. The 80, other eighty percent is the reason why we don't trust you. <laughs> yep. If you see one of those like news stories pop up and you. Just, Check, check where it's coming from. It says, we got this covered. Just just, just keep scrolling. Just keep scrolling. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so I think that about wraps this up so we don't uh, go yeah. too much longer. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we could, could go. We could. I'm pretty sure we don't all want to be still here talking, geeking out at 6 a.m. No. No, uh, especially when i got to be at work at 8.30. Yeah. Sucks uh, to be you guys. I'm off tomorrow. Fuck you. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, well, by the time you guys come back, I will be gone, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, road's got to hit the road. <laughs> One of these days, though, we do have to sit down and have you two basically have a, do a challenge of your ge- relative geeky knowledge. The road scholar versus the relic of knowledge. <laughs> 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 but that's, oh, that's, wow. for, that's for another time. So, uh, yeah, that wraps this up. So, for Chris, Zeke, Road, I'm Jay, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.